baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. That is Chef Justin Sutherland, who just won a national daytime TV Emmy Award. And the chef is with us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Congratulations, Justin. Thank you, brother. I really appreciate it. Still pretty, still pretty crazy. Outstanding culinary host. And you are up against uh, some heavy hitters of food TV, right? I mean, yeah, everything from our own Andrew Zimmer and the guy Fietti in a garden, Emeril Lagasse. I mean, you know, mentors and friends and people who I never thought I'd see my name on a list with. So to beat them was pretty crazy. Did you think, did you think you had a shot? Uh, honestly, no. And I'm going to briefly take this time to uh, publicly apologize to my parents, to my mother, who I told <laughs> not to pull a dress out, get on a plane, and sit in a room for five hours because there was no way I was going to win. Right. <laughs> so I, I apologize for telling you not to come. Mom. Your poor mom. She would have loved to be there. <laughs> I know. Well, if I, if I were competing against that lineup, I mean, no matter how... Uh, talented you think you are you're like well come on like i gotta pay maybe some more dues before i get a win over these guys right i mean you know, these guys have been at it for forever so I mean, this this was my first nomination and first time you know producing my own show so i mean just being nominated and being there was oh. a great first step in the door for me but to come away with the with the hardware it was crazy it is crazy chef justin sutherland won a daytime emmy his show taste the culture was filmed for True TV. It's available on YouTube. Uh, when you were last in studio here, you talked a little bit about this show, but but uh, go ahead and tell people what the idea was behind Taste the Culture. Yeah, the idea was, you know, to kind of, you know, pick up and into these travelogue shows, you know, Rest in Peace, Anthony Bourdain, but kind of, you know, that vein of, of food show where we're t- going around the country and, and telling untold stories in food. And I, I really wanted to focus on, on the BIPOC food space um, and just some of those underrepresented stories. I mean, even in our own city, but all across the country, there's so many amazing stories of triumph and overcoming and amazing food out there that just never get the platform. So, you know, when they asked me what kind of show I wanted to make, I said, that's what I wanted to do. They said yes. And I got to travel around and help tell these stories. Justin Sutherland is with us. He is a St. Paul chef, a TV host. Are there going to be more episodes of of uh, of Taste the Culture? We we sure hope so. That is absolutely the plan. I mean, you you, you win an Emmy. Like, I got you. Hello, I got you now. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yes. I mean, I I absolutely want to. So I know the networks are going through what that looks like right now. Uh, Justin. Uh, really got everyone's attention originally when he opened Handsome Hog in St. Paul, but now you're really working on Big E's, the sandwich shop uh, that opened the first Minnesota location, and then uh, Northern Soul, which I know a lot of people are going to be traveling this weekend. Uh, People should really open their eyes uh, if they're in Terminal 1 because you're at the airport now, right? Yes, that's one of our most newest and most exciting renditions of Northern Soul. It's Northern Soul Fried Chicken. 
So everything uh, from some of my famous, you know, chicken sandwiches, uh, tenders, wings, salads, um, just, you know, celebrating great fried chicken. But we do have grilled chicken, too, for those that are more health conscious and, and an awesome breakfast and, and brunch menu as well. What do you, you know, when you when you win an Emmy, a national Emmy, now I've won regional Emmys. They're cute. They're nice. You know, <laughs> regional. National Emmy, like what do you do to celebrate? What do you do? Do you sleep with the statue that night? Like what do you do? <laughs> I, I will. First of all, what you do is you drink way too much that <laughs> night because <laughs> I didn't leave the couch the next day. Yeah. But, you know, I got to see some of my good friends in town. Um, I did carry that and we went out and I did bring it with me everywhere. <laughs> Everybody of course, yes. Take pictures of it. So we, we walked the streets of L.A. with it all night after the Emmys and we slept with it that night. And, uh, yeah, it's still pretty surreal. One of our texters is asking if you ever met Anthony Bourdain. Did you? I, you know, I've been in a couple uh, rooms with, with with Anthony throughout, um, you know, my career just yeah. at events. You know, we never had very very personal introductions, but you know, I've done events with him and met him and been to his book signings. You know, shook hands and whatnot, but never got the opportunity to become. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time: baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You know, you've done a bunch of different TV. You were on Chopped. You co-hosted Fast Foodies on True TV, Taste the Culture. Lots of uh, different shows that you've been on. Are there people who've hosted, whether it's food TV or other kind of, uh, you know, uh, nonfiction type television programming that are inspirations for you or that you look to? Yeah, I mean, again, Anthony Bourdain was, was huge in that. I mean, just watching the way he interacted with people so genuinely and wanted to really tell their stories really, really helped. I mean, Andrew Zimmer here, I mean, when, you know, what, what he's done in his multiple shows has always always been an inspiration in that vein. Um, you know, but I also, even there's so many amazing, you know, culinary hosts out there from Bobby Flay to Guy Fieri and all of our household names. Um, you know, I, but I did just feel the kind of the food TV was getting a little you know, just mundane and, and so, kind of stale, it's a lot of white guys. I mean, you just you gave off a lot of, you know, I think that's uh, part of the space that you're reflecting a little more of what America looks like right now. Exactly. Exactly. You're showing what, what America really, really does look like as, as a whole. So lots of inspirations from other people and a lot of things I wanted to do differently. And and, and hopefully I'm glad that people recognize that. Justin Sutherland, fresh off his win at the Daytime Emmy Awards. What's kind of what's coming up for you in the next couple months? You know, I'm sure I'm sure a lot of these, you know, we'll be going around talking about this, you know, promoting Biggie and, and Norman Soul. And I just got done filming over the course of the last six months, three, three pilots for, you know, potential upcoming shows, oh, wow. you, know, how pilots, you know, how pilots go. We film an episode and then shop it around and hopefully the, networks want to buy it so we're hoping this emmy win puts a little lights a little fire under under the studios that uh, they should probably pick these shows up it's so great man it's really exciting for you and exciting for the food scene here in the twin cities too to have kind of you out there as a representative of kind of we're more than just hot dish and lutefisk here in minnesota you know yeah absolutely we've talked about it before i mean we we, we locally know that we so 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 much ours are so much more than that food and 
I'm uh, happy to be able to be a part of telling that story. All right. Well, check out the Northern Soul fried chicken concept over at the airport. Uh, go to Big E's on Grand Avenue, and uh, your cookbook wouldn't be a bad Christmas present if people are looking for last uh, last minute ideas, right? It's, yeah, especially last minute ideas. I mean, it's available on Amazon for next day delivery. Northern Soul, so it's a great uh, stocking stuffer that cookbook collection in the family. Please, please definitely grab Northern Soul. There you go, Justin. Congrats. We're really proud of you. It's so exciting. Thanks, bud. I really appreciate it, Jason. Good stuff, Justin Sutherland, National Emmy. It's big time. It's big time. He he knocked off Guy Fieri. I think Emeril Lagasse was on the. I mean, come on, it's pretty good. Hometown kid was was an Apple Valley High School kid on uh, the speech team. Was a state champion in speech, and uh, we know that leads to great things. I mean, you either end up as an afternoon drive AM radio host. I was no state champion, Dan Cook. I've, you should have been. Wow. You were robbed in the same way the state's robbing you of chasing to slusha. <laughs> I wouldn't say I was robbed, but I would have been the Illinois state champion in radio speaking if that I... That was a thing. No, it was, it was a, a thing. thing. Oh, okay. You didn't know I was... I, in, in high school, Illinois has an event called radio speaking. I did not know this. And you would get a stack of... AP wire copy. Oh, sure. At every week. So I like this event because I didn't have to, like, pre-plan a speech or oh, something. you just had to talk. I just showed up. Which so you'd you show love. up, but they give you the stack, and you had to edit it and rewrite it okay. into a five-minute newscast. All right. But your newscast had to be between four minutes and 50 seconds and five minutes and five seconds. You had a 15-second 15 window. 15-second window? I know. Today, I'm yeah, like, that's oh, right. that's amazing. 15-second window. Okay. But, you know, you're running a stopwatch, your own stopwatch. There's no one to help you out. You're in another room. You're in a room. The judges don't see you. You speak into, like, the microphone of a tape recorder back in the day. And I made it uh, three years to the state finals. (laughs) And you were robbed. Just say it. That's fine. In the final round, the judges' scores came out. I was ranked number one. And... The timekeeper had me, I'm not lying, No, one one hundredth of a second over time. (laughs) This is not a made-up story. Oh, no. It's not an exaggerated story. One one one-hundredth of a second over time. There's no way they could have timed it that exactly. I shouldn't have been that close. It is totally on me. It is not totally on you. It is. I should not have been that close. There is no way a stopwatch. I had a 15-second window in the state finals. I should have left myself buffer. It's totally my fault. There's no way a stopwatch back in the 1940s was that that accurate. Was I robbed? Absolutely. I'm declaring. You don't have to say it. You're too humble. That's fine. I'll say it for you. You got hosed. My parents were always my parents were always amazed that I wasn't more upset about it. But I said, I'm like, trust me, this is a better story than winning the state championship. <laughs> and here I am. This would have been nineteen uh ninety-two. So 
the Florida State Seminole football team or Jason Derusha in 1992, the Illinois radio finals? Who got jobbed yeah. harder? I don't know. 30 years later, I'm still getting mileage out of the story. I feel like I, I won on that deal. Unbelievable. It's 346. We'll do traffic and weather together. And I guarantee you, we will get out at the top of the hour at the appropriate time, no hundredths of a second over. Well, I don't guarantee that, actually. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.